this week's topic, the seven stages to creating a profitable and scalable business. So this is for you if you're either just starting out and you want to know the tips to create a profitable and scalable business, or if you are in a place where you have a business at the moment and you're perhaps not as profitable as you might want to be, or perhaps you are profitable but you're not scalable at this point in time. So whichever one you fall into, whichever bucket you fall into here, you're gonna get some great content today. This is gonna be really useful for you. And some of these steps are the steps that we do go through with clients as well. So listen in, make sure that you write notes and you have some takeaways from this session as well. So okay. seven stages to creating a profitable and scalable business. I have my notes in front of me to make sure that I do not miss any of those seven things for you today. So the first off, the very first one that we are going to speak about is mindset. Getting into a place where you have that mindset of creating a profitable and scalable business is incredibly important. I think that often our mindset is undervalued as entrepreneurs and business owners. But remember, we're the ones that have to get up every day, often particularly in the beginning without any team supporting us, sit down at our desks or get in our vans or whatever that might be and create, create this business, create this income, create this wealth. And we need to understand that in all honesty, anything is possible if we set our mind to it, our intention on it, and we take those actions to deliver it. That's one key bit that some people miss out. So making sure that your mindset is in the right place and doing whatever work you need to do to ensure that you stay in a positive mindset. Now that, by that I do not mean that you're delusional about things, but you making sure that your mindset is one of positivity, making sure that your mindset is one that is going to help deliver results in the business and help you be profitable and scalable is incredibly important. Making sure you have that vision of what that looks like for you so you can get your mind in the right place and understanding your thoughts that may come in and try and disrupt that as well. What I like to do is something called a thought download. So if I have thoughts that are being a bit freaky with me, just writing down everything that I'm thinking and then examining, asking myself questions about that. Often I ask myself a question if my thoughts are negative is, what evidence do I have against this thought in the world? What evidence exists to disprove this way that I'm thinking just now? And that can really help get my mind in the right place. So that is number one, mindset. Also on the topic of mindset as well, we need to really understand and get clear that we are running a business. We are not running a hobby, we are running a business. The purpose of a business is to make money. Okay, so business is something that generates money, generates cash and generates profit and generates take home for the business owner. A hobby, on the other hand, is something that you spend money on. That's where your money goes, on a hobby. Your money, you receive money from a business. Making sure that you are really clear which you want to run now. You can run a hobby, that's completely fine. 
But if you want something that's profitable and scalable, you need to get in the mindset of running a business and being a business owner, even if that business is just you at the moment, or if you have a team of 50 people, it doesn't matter. As if your mindset is in that of a hobby, something that just eats up your cash, then you're not gonna end up with a profitable and scalable business, regardless of how big your revenue is. I have seen people operate million pound plus businesses where there is zero focus on profitability and scalability and they pretty much end up with not very much money in their own bank accounts as a result. And similarly, I've seen people with small revenues who actually really have this focus and are able to take home money and are able to start growing and scaling their business. So whichever end of the spectrum you're looking at, you can see evidence for each of the kind of things that we don't want to be thinking and doing. When I started my business, actually it was a few years in, it was probably around eight years ago, maybe two or three years into running my business, I had a mentor say to me, you have an accounting hobby. And all honesty, I was really annoyed. I was really angry. I felt that they were just being mean and rude. And I was working hard at this business. What earth did they mean? But they were right because I wasn't taking good money home. I was generating fine revenue for the stage I was at. The revenue was good, but I wasn't taking anything home. And so to all intents and purposes, I did have an accounting hobby. I did not want to hear it at the time. I really didn't want to hear it at the time, but they were absolutely right looking back. And it was probably the best thing they could have said to me because it really kicked me up a gear and made me think, oh wait, hang on, this is not what I want my life to look like. I want a business that pays me the money that I should be getting paid for the, you know, what for the value that I am providing. So that's number one of the seven stages. I've only just covered one so far. So number two is the pricing and value strategy. So when we are looking at our pricing and our value, we need to make sure that we are pricing at a price point that is profitable and will allow us to scale. And by what we mean by that is, our price point, it might be fine just now if it's just us in our business, but if we are going to be taking on other team members, if we're gonna be taking on tech, we need to make sure that the margins are there. So as we do that, when we scale, actually everything still slots into place and nothing falls over. So making sure that you actually say, okay, which of my programs, which of my services are profitable? Are they profitable now? And are they profitable when I have a coach on board to deliver them or a project manager on board or whatever that might be in your business? Are they still gonna hold profit? or not, and therefore is it scalable? Because if the answer is if they don't hold profit as you start to grow and bring more people on, then it's not gonna be a scalable model for you. So readjusting what that looks like and making sure that your pricing and value strategy is in alignment and ready for scale as well. And while we're speaking about that, making sure that you are delivering massive value for the price that people pay. Is there a way that you can be delivering 10 times the value for that the price people pay? And that is gonna be a really good place to be thinking, okay? Making sure that the value you load in to your clients and customers is as high as it possibly can be for the level that they are paying. And starting with that scaling in mind, getting that price in the place where the scaling is in mind from the beginning 
is incredibly important. So that is number two, your pricing and your value strategy, aligning that to make sure you are profitable now, but you will also be profitable as you scale and crunching the numbers on it. I know that many business owners don't like to crunch the numbers on these things, but it's really important that you get clear on the profitability and the numbers of your products, programs, services, whatever they are, to ensure that you will be profitable as you scale as well. Number three, understand yourself. What are you good at? What are you passionate about? And what are your must-haves as you grow and scale your business? So as we grow and scale our business, we want to make sure that we are in our zone of genius as much as we possibly can be. So understanding ourselves and being clear on what that is is really important. Understanding what we are really good at and what we are passionate about doing, what bits of our business we love is gonna be really important as we grow and scale our business. And also, what are our must-haves? So, for example, if one of your must-haves is that you want to travel the world as you run your business, then building a business that is based on you being in one location at any point in time is going to be a nightmare. You're gonna have to burn it down in a few years time when you realize this is not the place you want it to be. So understanding yourself, understanding where you want, what you want out of your business and understanding where you want that to go is gonna be incredibly important as well to ensure that your business is profitable and scalable and links into you, links into what you want from your life as well. That's so, so important as we're building a business because you can get to the stage where you have a million pound, two million pound business and you can want to burn the whole thing down because you hate it, because it is not what you actually wanted, even though it might be profitable and it may be scalable, but it may not be in alignment with you and what you want from your life. And if it's not, you've got a big problem and you need to start again. And that's not what we want from anyone. So as you're building this profitable and scalable business, making sure it's in alignment with what you want is a very, very important thing as well. And number four, team. My team is so important for my success. I would not be doing what I do without them, both on the operational side and the marketing and sales side as well. I could not do what I do without the support of my team. And you will hear so many successful entrepreneurs say the same. But I have to admit, at the beginning, when I used to hear this, I used to think, nah rubbish. I would bring on team members and I would try and give them work to do and it would boomerang back to me and i get caught in this cycle and then I want to sack them all and start again and it was horrendous. But once I learned about team and leadership and management, actually that's when things switched. So getting really clear on learning about leadership, learning about managing a team and also thinking about how you can structure that is also really important as well. What I urge you to do is to go away and build out what your 10 million pound dream team would look like. If you were running a 10 million pound business, map out your org chart. What would your org chart look like? Map it all out completely. And then you can ask yourself, okay, who's doing each of these things just now? And there might be things that don't get done because you just don't have time to do all of it, okay? But that's all right. Who is sitting in all these seats at the moment? and start thinking, okay, what is my next hire? Which seat do I want to fill next? Which one do I want to take my name out of and put someone else's name in? And the someone else can also take more than one seat, by the way, at the beginning, and usually does to start with, but which seats do you want to start getting filled? And also when you're thinking of that, I want you to link back 
to the what are you good at, what are you passionate about, and those things that you are not good at and or passionate about, those are some of the things that are going to be the first that you're going to start handing over to new hires. And as you bring people on board to your team as well, another way to make sure that you don't have that situation where you just want to fire them all and you resent it all is to ensure that when you bring team members on, what ask yourself, what is the impact on the bottom line that these people can have? What is the impact on the revenue and profit that these team members can give me? Because if you're clear on that and you're clear on their jobs, then you should not get to a place where you just think I'd be better off doing this myself. Because if you're not clear on that, what ends up happening is it feels like you have to work harder for their salary. And that is not a position that we want to be in either. So making sure that you understand this team structure, making sure that you understand who your next hire is going to be, what position that is that they're gonna fill or positions that they're going to fill and understanding how you build their role so they pay for themselves and they have a bottom line positive impact on your business as well. Number five, having a profit plan in place. Honestly, I do not know how people can operate a profitable and scalable business without having a solid, robust profit plan in place, without understanding what the next 12 months looks like in their business, what their take home is, what their profit is, what their tax liability will be, what their revenue targets are, what their launch targets are, what their team structure and growth is going to be essential to running a profitable and scalable business, completely essential. Having a robust profit plan in place is completely essential to having a profitable and scalable business without a doubt in my mind. So make sure that you get on that and then you'll be able to fully build out a profit plan for your business as well. Number six, visibility, content and serving. So many of you will know if you've seen my content around the interweb that I am a huge believer in delivering content that can serve your audience, delivering massive value free of charge in content to your audience. That is a huge, huge value of mine and I urge it to be one of yours as well because when we are producing content, when we are serving our audience, that is when we help with our visibility and that is when we help increase that know, like and trust factor in our audience as well, which in turn encourages people to get in contact with us, book fitting calls, come into our ecosystem further, and of course, at some point, once they are ready, to come on board with us as well. And therefore, visibility, content, and serving is a huge pillar in the stages to create a profitable and scalable business. And number seven, the final one that I want to cover today is ask how I can create a bigger impact. Ask yourself that every single day with every single thing you do. How can you create a bigger impact with your team, with your hiring plan, with your clients, with your content, and with your selling? Because remember what selling is. Selling is providing your solution to a problem that people are already experiencing. They already are identifying with. So how can you make a bigger impact with all of it? What does that look like for you in every part of your business? And really getting deep into that and understanding that if you make just a small 1% change every day or every week or even every month, actually things start to grow and swell from there. 
So, I hope that this session of Trading Tuesday has been useful for you for the seven stages to create a profitable and scalable business. I have flown through those points a little bit, so I hope that you have been able to keep up with everything I have been sharing. Like I say, I find it hard to know how businesses can operate without a profit plan, in all honesty. The profit plan is the process that we take clients through as soon as we onboard them. That is the process that we take clients through. So that is how vital I believe it is in a business. I believe it is one of the absolute fundamental bedrocks that needs to be in place in a business. So that is why we do it when clients first come on board so that we have that there as a base as well. Thank you everyone who is tuning in. I hope you've got value from today's session. I will speak to you all again really soon. Take care. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you do like what I share, please do come and subscribe to the podcast, perhaps even leave a review so that other people can find this podcast as well and benefit from everything that I am sharing. Also, if you enjoyed, I would love if you want to take a screenshot of this episode, share it out onto your social media platforms. If you do, please, please do tag me. I'm Annette underscore Fergs on both Twitter and Instagram. So if you tag me, I can come along, give you a follow, give you a like and some love over there as well. Until next time.